Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, sure I can have a baby after 45. Let me throw these chicken bones. I never thought I'd have a blonde American wife. But when I brought you that ranch dressing, I knew I'd be your dipping sauce for life. I booked a dream vacation on a tropical isle. I only wanted to bone. Oh, how could I have known that I'd wind, wind up knocked up and really pissed? Oh, love in paradise, we're planting a banana tree. Love in paradise, have you heard of polyamory? I swear that I can see forever in your giant dick love and paradise it's the size of my arm fade it gary wonderful it, wonderful gary. best actor award in this episode goes to the jeweler who helped frankie <laughs> That guy's seen people get he's seen people get killed in front of his face. I know. Had to have. Had to have. He that's seen man, some blood diamond that shit. That man knew new secrets and was interrogated yeah. by by someone. Yeah. Like, I mean he didn't break. Didn't I mean didn't <laughs> flinch. Didn't Yeah, flinch. I'm going down to marry her. I've been with her five days. Oh. Oh. Mm. Okay. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I it's mean, <laughs> probably more than anybody we've ever seen. I mean, because what was the other jeweler? With, well, who was that? That was um, the. Oh, it was, it was uh, Lockup, I believe. No, it was. It was oh. a, there was a woman who goes, Can I help you find something? Oh, the, the jeweler with, um, with Jorge. George. And Infisa. Yes. I call him Jorge. Who was it? I think I don't Kim wanna... calls him Jorge because his mom calls him Jorge. That's I guess I just I we we do that already, and I just don't want to. I guess I I don't know. I just don't want to 
he if he says he wants to be called that, that's why I was doing that. He should be called stupid. Well, that's true. It's true. Um, I, I. But I, yeah, that jeweler he, was. He also says the later on, she does have a girlfriend, and the guy goes, oh, "Okay." He just kind of goes like, like he just right. said, uh, "The bus station's down there." <laughs> and then he just kind of says, "So, what are you thinking here?" I know he goes right what, back to what, it. What these look good? Like he goes right back to what it. What are you thinking? I'm Frankie. Y'all, and- this is Lip. This Ooh. is Love in Paradise, episode two. My girlfriend's girlfriend. My girlfriend's girlfriend. My girlfriend's girlfriend. The kids are dad, but with the girlfriend's the kids, girlfriend. The kids are kids are dad. The kids are kids. Are. <laughs> um, God, episode this show two, is good. We are delving into these ridiculous people's lives even more. First thing we need to say, we've had a blast so far on two dates of our summer should be fun. We are now in Minneapolis doing this for my hotel room. We are in Minneapolis. Um, I love this city. I love this city. city. Um, my grinder's blowing up again. So Detroit was an outlier. I don't know what happened in Detroit. Uh, Columbus, best reception I've ever had. I actually read some of the grinder diary that I, that I had in and Columbus. You, It's official. We loved Columbus. <laughs> You did. And so did my apps. They did. But Poodle said, I love this city. He won't admit I that he said it, but he did say it. I was not recorded. Uh-huh. I was recorded saying, I don't hate it. it you told me. As you I told literally the Detroit audience. words, love. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Unless you have it. Unless you have me. Uh, me me is on, on paper with signed by a notary public. I will deny, deny, deny. All right. Well, um, this is um, this is our last Love in Paradise show on our free feed, y'all. Yes. After this, it's going to go to the Patreon at the, or Supercast at five dollar tier. It's on Discovery Plus, and then when it comes out in like three months, well, we will you'll drop hear it on your. So if you want to hear the feed. rest and you don't want to pay the money, that's fine. That's fine too. You can wait, and you'll just you got a little tease, and then later you'll figure find you know it what's out. A good use of money though, coming to our live show. Uh, tomorrow night in Minneapolis. Yeah. We're at, at the Varsity Theater. The Varsity Theater. We are preparing. Y'all, you know how we do a song for every city we're in. Will there be sports specific. people there? The Varsity. Well, we have men in like varsity sweaters who just Ooh. carry us in. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's going to be pretty much women. <laughs> All right. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's normally our audience. Yeah. And they're drag their boyfriends and husbands and the occasional gay guy who went to the wrong place. Pretty much. <laughs> and occasionally, we have had straight men who enjoy the show who bring their wives. We do. And they're like, I really enjoy this, but he's the one who brought me. And I'm we, like, are you a unicorn? We had a straight man in a kilt last night, and I was aroused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, boy. Boy. He knows who he is. It helped, it helped invigorate my Scottish blood. <laughs> brought me back to my roots. I've got some in me, too. <laughs> I wasn't born with it, though. <laughs> weird um, um anyway so yes, come, come to our come live see shows. us in minneapolis um and then, we're, and then we have a show in San phoenix Francisco. oh phoenix I in keep phoenix on phoenix. wednesday of next week which is the 20th no it's not and 22nd 22nd we're sorry I've, i have decided we are we are related to x-men from storm because we just bring inclement weather because Minneapolis has been beautiful, and then tomorrow it's going to be 100 degrees for two days. Oh, Jesus. And then when we leave, it's beautiful again. Um, I do have to say uh, it's been fun on this tour so far. It's I've, been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. We've um, had a really good time. Besides the weather. Besides the fact that the AC 
in the venue in Columbus was broken, and Fine. I needed to is. wipe the sweat off my face repli- repeatedly with a shirt that was given to me. <laughs> Your foundation just came right off, just slid <laughs> off his face like a twinkle. I, lo- I looked up like I was melting on a leather bed. So that was descriptive um, and true. Anyway, and also San Francisco on the twenty third. That's our big oh, pride yeah. show. Yeah, he keeps looking at his phone, y'all. He's going to have sex in here. You know why? Because it's a pretty room, and there's a mirror where he can see Ooh, himself getting... Don't think that did not. Oh, I, I noticed it. I know your game book. They're coming here. I know. They're coming here, and, <laughs> and there's I'm going a window. Elsewhere. There's a great window to be thrown up against it while you know, someone's I thrusting. I do enjoy a window to look out from while I'm being pummeled. I don't mind it. There's a nice landing, too. There is that landing. I could just kind of... I could kind of squish myself onto. It's true. I have much love for Minneapolis, St. Paul, the Twin Cities. My mother lived here for several years, so I've been here quite often. And once when my law office was suing Wells Fargo, we came for the headquarters. <laughs> I was here for a couple of weeks. But I love this city. Wonderfully nice people. Can't find a fresh vegetable in sight, but the best damn steak you'll ever have. Really? Oh, there has to be vegetables. Oh, no, you can. You can. You can find some. Oddly enough, I had really good lobster here. Go figure. Maybe it's in the Mississippi. What's wrong with you? I don't you know. You don't eat lobster here. It was the best lobster roll I've ever had in my life. And I've had a lobster roll in Maine. Maybe it was frozen. I'm, well, I'm assuming. Unless they have lobster in the y'all, Mississippi. Y'all, Do they y'all have lobster in the Mississippi? Don't eat lobster in the middle of the country. I know. I think that's just an old thing. I think you can do it in other places maybe now. Maybe I'm, I'm spoiled. Maybe. Air, maybe airplanes fly quickly. I don't know. They take a I train. Just, I don't know. I was like I told you. I was raised. We would we would get lots of seafood when we were near the beach, mm-hmm. and then we didn't eat a lot of. We ate freshwater fish, but we didn't eat a lot of saltwater fish. Now now stuff like most a lot a lot of stuff you get in restaurants unless it's close to the it's frozen. So, you're gonna eat a lot of cheese while you're here. It's amazing. I'm cheese. good with cheese. I enjoy cheese. The worst Mexican food I've ever had in my life was in Minneapolis. So wow, you're coming that. for the Mexican food. No, it wasn't. It wasn't good here. At least what I had. But I'm saying, you're my mom from lived up in Shoreview. It wasn't from, Minneapolis. You're coming proper. from Minneapolis Mexican food. It wasn't Minneapolis proper. It was up in Shoreview. So anyway, can we talk about these people? Yes, real quick. I do want to remind everybody that because we always try to say I was on a collab this week with Gianna DiMedio. Her podcast called "So Sorry for Your Loss," and yes, it's a podcast about grief and loss. But uh, a lot of you already said, like, I really like her podcast because she's funny and it's not. So if you're going through that or you just want to listen, I think she does a really, in a way, a lighthearted, just a good way of balancing, talking about heavy conversations and very much like what we say, if you can laugh at it. Yeah. You can take it There's on. There's another podcast like that I listened to for a while called Terrible Thanks for Asking. Yeah, but I'm not I- on that. So fuck that show. But I'm, but I'm saying that was it was no, a big podcast. No, that's a great, that's a great. Yeah, podcast. and she was talking her. about the She's grief wonderful. that I think her husband died. Yeah, and it's a wonderful, wonderful show. Yeah, I'd, and we'd love to be on that show, but she's way bigger than us. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to downplay what you did. Yeah. I was just saying that was a show that I thought maybe similar. And she talks about. I think this one's specifically more grief. She started with that, and now it kind of has moved on to other things, I, I right, believe. Right, she has. But uh, if this, sorry for your loss. Her father died, uh, Gianna's, and so that's kind of where the impetus from this started. So anyway, we had a really good conversation. So Several of you said you really enjoyed it, so thank you. Let's talk about gays. Let's talk about... Valent- <sighs> Valentine. I'm going to tell you this right now. I already, I'm already making a disclaimer. And Carlos. Y'all, now look... 
I know this is a big plot point, and I still can't believe that a huge plot point of a couple is that they're two tops. <laughs> it's, you're right. It's gay rights. It's gay rights. And completely I'm, gay rights. And I'm going to tell you this right now. And, and they keep saying penetrated. They keep they said saying the word <laughs> penetrated. I'm just saying, Carlos, now look. Some of you might come for me. Whatever. I'm a gay man. I can do this. I've been here. Carlos. I think I might come for you the way you're putting this up. Carlos says he's a top. He's going to be a bossy bottom. He, you know, I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> I, I would like to say I wouldn't tell anyone. She's going to take this. She's going to be a bossy bottom. No, I, I knew it. As soon as, you, as soon as you were saying that, I felt that a little bit. It, the thing about it is, and this is this is a shitty way I feel like on Valentine's part, I think he just assumes that's going to happen. Probably. It feels that way to me. Probably. Um, because of the way he says, I want to see your ass. I want to see you. Like, yeah. And so it feels, it it felt a little gross to me. Mm-hmm. Um, about Kind of almost made me feel like he's going to make him do something that he doesn't want to do. Uh, yeah, and I don't. And hope, I don't think. But I, th- I feel like eventually Carlos will want to come around, it, and I'll back the up why I feel that way. But yeah, there was a vibe that it does seem like, um, it was gross to me. Yeah, and they're both though very personality wise. I think both very alpha men, and they're going to come at each other because they both. I don't think they both. On a way, in some ways, it seems like Valentine might be a little more compromising on other things than Carlos. He is. Because Carlos is going to, he's giving me, I guarantee you, we're going to see some jealousy. Like when they're go, yeah. when they're out with other gay Definitely. men, it's going to be I a thing. I feel like this is, I could be completely wrong. I think these two men define love very differently. And they are not on the same page as that. No. Because... Uh, Valentine needs a very heavy sensual slash sexual relationship with someone to feel yeah. love. And so this has, so for him, it's been building up to this, like, oh, I know we're going to have a physical connection. And he even said, if it's not physical, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So, and for Carlos, this is all spiritual. This is all yeah. emotional. And y'all, this is a value thing. This is very much something where this is a person who sees love as this. I see love this way. These are two different ways. Two different ways. Now, you can blend them and compromise, yes. I don't know how both of these men are at compromising, especially when it comes to love. I don't don't know if Valentine is very deep in the way he thinks about love. From what we've seen. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. We haven't. It either he's not deep or he, you know, he is he, not good at opening up about it. Maybe. And I think that could be a problem. I think Carlos is going to open up much more. Well, I, I would say emotionally, but the way he shuts down Valentine's sobriety like it should be nothing. Well, I was like, whoa. Here's the thing. I had the same thing that you thought. I agree that I don't know if Valentine, if, if I would say this. It's not that I blame Valentine for saying, I don't think he ever said, he said, I don't drink. He does not say he was sober. Mm -hmm. Those two things are very different. I guess, but if someone told me I don't drink. I I agree, but there's there's also a culture. Yeah. It's also a culture thing. So, yes. And also, so I think if I was Valentine, I think I would have said, they've been talking for two years. 
he hasn't opened up to him why he doesn't drink. Yeah. Why it was a family thing. Because I think if Carlos heard that, he would say, sure. This is another thing. I don't think they know each other that well. I'm, Two I don't years. Know each other at all. So Jacinta knows that. Isn't that her friend? Yeah, Jacinta's yeah. like, I know. So that's the thing when I go. And she said he has a his Valentine has a history of these kind of hot and quickly, heavy flame yeah. out relationships. And I get it. If and it it's weird for me. It was weird for me to for Valentine to assume it was non alcoholic uh, champagne. I, I I would have asked. Right. Yeah. It was weird, and then he got mad because, I'm sorry, you can tell if there's alcohol in something right away. They both handled it terribly. Yeah. We're, we're going to get into I it. I just, this felt weird, and it was felt like they were on very different, that's why I'm saying they're on very different pages. That said, and maybe it's just because as a gay man, whenever, you know, he packs up and he leaves, but it was I was moved a little bit when I saw them together. I thought, uh, yeah, they just, kissed, and I was kind of surprised. Kind of surprised. They went at it too. That Lego hair is still pissing me off, though. I know it's so, terrible. We I have know. no updates as far as if this is a hair system or not. No, on Valentine, uh, some people have said it's a bad haircut. My thing is how far it's pressed on, and there's actually hair on Valentine's temples. Yeah, that is. It's a lot of hair. Really pushed forward. I paused and looked at it. Some, it's faded really well in the back. So if it's a piece or a system, it blends well in the back. Yeah, I can't tell. Anyway. His head is shaved now, by the way. Yeah. So someone told him. <laughs> someone told him. So he's packing up to leave. This is before, and so uh, he's about to meet. He's like, I'm about to meet the man of my dreams for the first time. So remember, y'all, they've never met in person, and he's going to propose. Well, that's just this is absurd. Yes, Jacinta, even his friend who's taking him, is like, she says, from a one to a ten, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's not a, and then she says, it's a ten. It's a ten. So what did I you loved think? Her. What did you think when they met? They're like, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Let me see that ass. And then, and he's he, Valentine does say that was one of the most passionate kisses of my life. So. I think there's chemistry, but well, yeah, like he said in the car, he's got pretty feet. He can't wait to lick his toes. Like he's very much into. But that's what I'm saying. This his is body all and sensuality. His yeah, that is expression of love for him. Yeah, and we haven't necessarily heard him saying his soul, his blah yeah. blah blah. Now Carlos has talked about that. Before. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I keep saying about this is a different type of love. And I don't know if this can be reconciled. Yes. Well, at least from what – I don't know if I would say a different type of love because I don't know that yet. But but it's definitely very different ways of expressing a love. So That's what I mean, yeah. No, I mean you could be right. I'm saying yeah. we don't know yet fully if um, – oh, the seat cover almost came. We don't know yet is – because it makes me wonder, are there conversations fluffy on the phone? I could I could not imagine talking to someone for two years and never talking about the reason why I didn't drink alcohol. Because I feel like, yeah, <laughs> if you have these deep conversations uh, and, you, you know, Carlos – or I'm sorry, uh, Valentine is into polyamory. Yes. Is it, and so he hasn't said this yet, but I know it's going to come out that he's 
been or was in a relationship in these two years, you know he wasn't. If this man is so sexual, he's not going to not have sex I know. for two years. Come on. That's the thing. You know Valentine had sex while You know he's had been with people, and maybe if he's polyamorous, he doesn't say open, polyamorous, he's been in a relationship probably Possibly. with people. So, By the way, that song that they played when he walked out was like the most generic, royalty-free version of Adele I've ever we, heard. The thing about <laughs> She's like, so much soul, we, we, and I gave you my heart. <laughs> Come back to me, heart back to me. It was Adele. I never knew love like you before. I look into the wind, I see your face. Turning, turning, <laughs> turning, turning. This, they have taken a step back for their music budget because I'm sure some producers said, yeah, we had Katy Perry last season and that was too much. Yeah, they or bought some bad. They Ka- bought HBO, so now they don't have yeah. any money right now. That's <laughs> so it. Now we're, now we're back to it, instead of Adele, it's Fidel. It's Fidel. Uh, it's Fidel. <laughs> Still a woman, but Fidel. <laughs> Um, She's named after Fidel Castro. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she wears a little hat. Um, y'all, by that, just to remind me, a little bit of announcement. We don't know fully, so I don't want you to take this as gospel. If you see it come at us, we are hearing rumors that Ninety Day UK, because we've talked about that show, we're hearing that it's only going to be in the UK. It's not going to be will, available to we the US. We will find a way to watch. We're going to still watch it now. and cover it for our UK listeners. Where we want to do that. But that's what we're hearing. And so I guarantee you that Reddit and the sleuths on Reddit will find a way, y'all, because y'all some 90-day dick pigs. Yes. And you're going to need your fucking heroin. Not that we're not all busy enough, y'all, because Southern Charm's coming back, and we are going to be covering that, too. I don't know. You don't want to do Southern Charm? I do, but... I, if I you want to jump on Married at First Sight instead of Southern Charm, I'll do it. I want to be good. If last season wasn't good. It was bad. If, if it's not good, I will stop it. Yeah. I think we've reserved that right now. Where if we start Someone a show and it's not we're good. Gonna, I agree. Someone asked me if we were going to cover that Leva show and I just said no. No, I like her, but Leva not Land. interesting enough. I would like her in person, but not on a reality show. Yeah. Not, we're not, not interesting. I don't like those restaurant so, shows. Anyway, go so ahead. So when, when they're driving, what do you think about when him saying, first of all, what do you think about Valentine driving in a place he's never been before? Not intelligent. I was just like, what are, I would, I think, I think there's a, like a, there's a thing where Valentine has to be the man. Very, very like dominant yes. in that way. Yes, yes. And where he's like, I'm driving. And yes. I'm thinking, you're driving in Colombia, and you've never done that before. And he's freaked the fuck out because, as he's as Carlos says, we don't we don't drive lanes are a suggestion. Like, well, that was what it is. What it was in China, I was always surprised. It is a lot that way in a lot of part of the, part of the world. Yeah. And I don't think he really. Um, hell, it was practically that way in Detroit. What the fuck, y'all? Boy, Detroit drivers, y'all just do whatever shit. the fuck you there want. There was a woman in in front of our Uber driver who literally crossed two lanes to turn right in front of us and almost killed us And then today. when he was saw in there, she looked at him like, what? <laughs> she did. Anyway, um, but no, I don't think Valentine does a lot of Googling about... It's more than that, though, to, to the chutzpah to say, I'm going to drive in a foreign country. Think what yeah. that takes. Just tells you a little bit about what, a, what that man is made out of. Yeah. To take, you know, it's just, 
it's and, and he has a, he has a problem with Carlos saying, "Be careful." You're driving too fast. He, yes, he's saying, well, and Carlos is, uh, I feel like Carlos, though, is like probably a bit anxious, too, in that because, but uh, Carlos rides a motorcycle. So it's interesting that where Valentine doesn't want to ride the motorcycle, he's like, I'm not getting on that thing. Right. And I think that's probably, he doesn't want to get on the motorcycle because maybe people. It wreck, also looks feminine. But to be he riding doesn't want to like hold. Yes. So I think. I think the, I totally agree with you. The thing, the reason I why I think Carlos is a bossy bottom is because I think a, not for every gay man. I'm gonna talk about men in particular because that's what I know more of. Not for every gay man in particular. So don't take this as gospel. Or come at me and say this is not my situation. I don't care. I'm talking about them. But so, for I think for some gay people, I've known a lot of gay men, and I'm quite a bit who didn't bottom or were exclusively tops, and there was a correlation for them with their comfortability, with their f- masculinity, their femininity, yeah. being out to everybody. And it was like the more they got comfortable with their selves, no, the that more is they the were thing. comfortable in just trying more different ways of experiencing sex. So labels do fluctuate. And I think that— But not for us. We are— we are I, Nelly. I, the first time I was with a man, I was like, when are you going to stick it in my butt? <laughs> I, I'm ready. I, I, even though you make fun of this, I can flip if I need to. <laughs> I swear to God. You, should, you know what? If I'm saying it, you should believe me. <laughs> Other people, Fine. not you. Not you. Anyway, I, I, yeah, you can, you can, you can deny my sexual identity. I'll sure. just sit here. Sure. So, what do you think? So he, they did get to his place, and they're. I mean, I felt for. I actually did feel for Valentine though, because I've written. If anybody's listened to that one episode, I've written in the car when I'm driving and you're on the other side, completely freaking out and screaming at me. This was a different situation, and. It's almost like, and I get it that Carlos was, to me, it just felt like, I think if anyone had been in the car and said anything, he would have had a problem with Valentine. Yeah. Would have had a problem no, with I it. think so. I think so. And, and Carlos says, this is what's weird when they do bring up the, they has champagne and they get there because so obviously they're going to do something sexual, not going to like completely have anal sex because they, they haven't figured that out yet, mm-hmm. but they're going to do something. And he's got champagne, and he says, and that's when Valentine says, well, he's got champagne there, so I assume it's not alcoholic. To me, maybe this is, I'm obviously, I drink alcohol. If I was a sober person, mm-hmm. I would say, this is non-alcoholic, right? I, we've been around sober people that say, even if they know, like you're at a party and you're drinking like I, I just, non-alcoholic, they, before they hold it up and say, does this have alcohol in it? Right. Or even I have friends that have come up, like, if I'm cooking something, they'll say, yes. does this cake or this totally. food have wine or alcohol this in it? This does have wine in it. And I, and I have to think about it. I'm like, no, it doesn't. And, I, and I'm like, oh, sober person. That's right. Of course. And so it's, it is Valentine's responsibility to take care of his sobriety. Right. If, or whatever he calls it. And we, and not I, Carlos. I know. And it's, it's interesting because... He does not refer to himself as someone who himself has a problem with alcohol. He does yeah. it for reasons of the trauma that he saw, and almost as a moral idea and an ethical idea that I don't want that for myself because I grew up in a place that where make, my totally family and there are people who don't drink alcohol for that reason. For that, one hundred percent makes sense. At the same time, I'm like, 
you can't assume when there when it looks just like champagne. No, you can't assume that. And I just thought this was, was ridiculous to me. Well, and it, it, like you said, it is a cultural thing, but I did like. Because even I got when Carl said, but this is a special occasion. Yeah, that wasn't To me, good. that meant this means it's alcohol, and then he still drank it anyway. He says, well, what Carlos said, this was, this was, to me, this is a cultural misunderstanding. When Carlos says, he says he doesn't drink, I thought that means he doesn't get drunk. Because someone in a Latin American country... They don't understand what that means mm-hmm. because even if you're in a, the most strict Catholicism, you drink in, in the, it's just, I can't, uh, they would not even imagine that. Yeah. Unless you had, I would say, unless you were a full blown alcoholic and I don't think he, I don't think Valentine has told him that he's an alcoholic. So yeah. I think it's a cultural misunderstanding. Now, could Carlos have been kinder when Valentine freaked out? Possibly. Uh, yeah, he kind of. He, he said, "I don't feel I'm com- don't feel you made me uncomfortable." Yeah, I mean, I thought that like that's where I went. Oh, because at first, this first part of this episode, I thought, "Oh boy, Valentine really seems like he's just kind of like wanting to bulldoze his relationship." And then I realized, "Oh, Carlos is going to gaslight him about everything," because that was not a good. Uh, it's not to me when he said. Um, you're meeting he took it so per, you're so right that one is so it's so one so at least seemingly so so left brain so right brain yeah and Carlos says I understand he said I understand that you don't drink but you're meeting me for the first time yeah. and this is what you want to talk about how could you do this to me he's gonna take everything so personally and hurt like a wounded dog he is he he will and that's the thing it's all emotion for him and it's gonna be great TV. and uh and they are and Valentine is going to take things personally in a different way. Valentine yes. is going to take every challenge to him that he's right or a challenge to his masculinity in a personal way. Yeah. I and think- Valentine's also going to say things I, I will I will I will bet you a million dollars. Well, I don't have that. I'll bet you a thousand dollars. Valentine will say the R word, which means respect. You don't. Yeah. You did not respect me for this. Yeah, I think there's because, probably going to be a lot yeah. of respect. Yeah, and y'all know how I feel about that. Of you did not respect me. I think maybe this might be for Carlos. This might just be. We all had him as gay people. You kind of come out, and you a have first a, puppy love. You, I don't know if puppy love is it. You kind of have that like shitty gay relationship when you don't know any better. You kind of have someone yep. that helps kind of. Bring you out, makes you comfortable with it. He wants, and then you, and then he you wants know what you don't va- want. Valentine to come out to his sister, so it's like, it's like his, like you know, yeah. the gay crutch, so to speak, or whatever yeah. it is to help. Do you. you do you see a future for these two? No way. I think they'll end up being, absolutely. Not. I actually think they'll end up being friends. I think like ten years down the road, mm. and I think that Carlos will probably look at this as like, do you think Carlos will be able to be friends with an ex? I don't know. We don't know how jealous he gets. It depends. But I can see him. Getting, I could see Valentine wanting to be friends. That's true. I could. Well, I think because Valentine will take everything. He'll make things so unemotional, even yeah. if it is inside. I, I'm interested to see how this goes. So, because Carlos, I hope he gets Jasmine level yeah. jealous. That's it what just, I'm hoping it for. It hit me because I, these people love in two different ways. And I don't know if that can be reconciled. 
they're going to be, I, although I will say this, I hope they're on 90 Day Fiance for a long time. Oh, I don't think that'll happen. It'll burn out much quicker than that. <sighs> it's not going to happen. It's, you know what the thing about Love and Paradise? A lot of these people are too crazy to be sustainable. Unless you're Ariana and you just can't let it go. Yeah. Anyway. Now, I think we're, we're not going to go to them next, but uh, like the next couple, this could never be sustainable for a 90 Day Fiance. This, the next trio. Yes, we're going to talk about them right when we get Should back. Should we take a break? Yeah. Yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had 
all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Frankie, Abby, and Gabby. Scamwitch! <laughs> I mean... This is what I've decided, especially whenever Gabby, she changed her hairstyles for her testimonials. Yeah. She has like extensions and stuff like that. And it actually kind of shows her age more. She is older. I've decided that I, I almost, even though if it wasn't incestuous, you could tell me that this is a mother and daughter scamming someone and I would believe it. I swear to God, I had that thought. That's how it feels like to me. I'm telling y'all, it's just like Heartbreakers with Sigourney Weaver Un- and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Unless, but I also, she was like, the. she also felt like the Mexican Georgia O'Keefe to me. It's like long phrases of, we are here in oh. the most beautiful place in the world, darling. What? I painted this for Frankie. What? what? We love him. He is huggable, huggable and chubby. They didn't know that on the back of the painting was their lines they had written down to say yes. in front of the camera. And humpable. And humpable. <laughs> he did say that. Now, there are so many threads of the sweater that are already unraveling for me. Oh, boy. For these two. Now. Frankie, this guy Frankie is like on Ricky Caesar level. The stupidity of this man to just not have any idea. He's really dumb. Like, unfortunately, yes. At least when it comes to love, because he has a job and lives in a nice. But this man, oh man, no common sense to love. We talked about before. He he and his friend Rodney go to pick out rings, and the jeweler's like, and she's, and then the funniest thing is, he says. Yeah, she doesn't wear a lot of jewelry. And Ronnie's like, you saw her for five Five days. days. (laughs) He's like, I guess you're right. And at one point, they're talking about, you know, she has a girl. She has a girlfriend. But I'm going to still marry Abby. And the jeweler goes, can I show you something else? (laughs) How do these look? Two carrots? Uh, And the... (laughs) I think what it boils down to and why Frank, because this is the personification of what we say, we call these people lonely heart looking for love in all the wrong places. Like these are, this is the wrongest of places, but the reason why it's happening, it all boils down to this sentence that Frankie said twice. Isn't it my time to be happy? Oh, we've heard this. We've y'all. heard this before, and this is someone who probably is a good person who's gone through a lot of shit. 
but they somehow they read some fucking self help book that yep. said find your happy or whatever, yep. and now they think that that means finding my happiness means completely. It's the Molly being syndrome. oblivious to any type of reality. It's very much like Molly. Like it's so. It's, it's more extreme. It's even more extreme way than Molly. More extreme, but, yeah. but it, it's very much like a Molly where it was so. Now, granted, Molly was different because it seems she very, didn't know him for a while. Well, it seems obvious on the show why she should know, but she explained kind of in in our exclusive interview in Atlanta that yes, With she her knew him a lot more. He does not know these people. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's only been with them for five days in Puerto where, Vallarta. Where, let me just set this up and you can draw your own They don't even live there. No. They're from Guadalajara. Yeah. They're also taking a vacation. Because, you know, remember what happens on vacation stays on vacation. I'm telling you, this is her mom. And it's all, <laughs> it is all, I think, I think Abby knows all of this. She knows that the daughters. Are, you mean Gabby? Oh. The, the, Gabby's the, the mom. The Gabby's the mom. I'm just going to start calling them mother and daughter because it makes more <laughs> sense to me. I think Mama Con knows that Daughter Con's doing all Mama this Con shit. Mama Con and Baby Con. Mama Con yeah. and Baby Con. There you go. She knows Baby Con's doing all this. She and knows so that it's she's all, falling in so love. it's all for the camera. Yes, yeah, all for the camera so that way Mama Con can get you to know the U.S. Us. We only have sex one time with them. She makes these pronouncements. Yes, yes, it's very this pre- it is, presentational. It is, That's how it, it is felt. very. It is very Wicca, Wiccan priestess vibes. Oh. She's got. <laughs> um, so they later on they're on the beach in Puerto Vallarta because they're going to meet him. And Gabby's like, I have made a painting for our Frankie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and as she's painting, she's like, I loved how I watched. He is a cuddly bear. Cuddly bear. I loved how I would watch him kiss you and hold you. I want to smell him. It made me <laughs> grin when he gave you the pleasure. <laughs> and the thing is, y'all, it's not like she's not translating. She's speaking this in Spanish. She so is. She, yes. Also, I think Mama Khan is fluent in English, and she's playing dumb because she's going to act like Baby Khan. Yeah. We have a you. lot of conspiracy theories this is, about I'm put this. On, I'm the one with the tin hat on this yeah. one. So, y'all, Abby is in her confessional saying she has no idea that we're in love. Garbage. And, and Gabby also says, we have had threesomes, but they are all passing. The oh, man yeah. flow into the ocean as crabs do. <laughs> and then we say... We should have done this as a theater. Yeah. I, goodbye. I, I know what this woman says. Goodbye. We say goodbye. Fare thee well, men. But not <laughs> this one. This one took. And she, Gabby says, We know it's all fun, and Frankie will go back to the U.S. to live out the rest of his days. Cause, you know, think about it. Think about it. This I'm going to get real. And... They're looking at Frankie. Y'all, Frankie is not in the prime. prime he's not health. young. A. He's not young. He is not in the best shape of he's, his life. He's not in the best shape of his life. He is not even overweight. He is very obese. Yes. So, and I only point that out because if you're a con, you're, and I know because I do a podcast with this slut, <laughs> I know <laughs> that you're thinking, I'm going to marry this guy and he's either going to be Basically out of the picture or dead yeah. in 10 years. You got you to find him where you'd only have to like push him over the edge. By the time better that I way. get my green card, he'll be done soon. Amen. I really Sing believe it, that these... <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all. You know what? I've convinced you. It's not I? a bad con. Yeah. 
No, I thought I, there was a fleeting thought. I'm like, that could be her mother. Yeah. Or some older lesbian that she got with her, some older Because I know woman. she says she's only 10 years old, but I don't believe any of it. I don't believe their I ages. Also, I, don't, I believe, don't believe their names. I also don't believe they have chemistry. No, no. Yeah. They so don't seem like lovers yeah. to me. Yeah. I, their, their names aren't Gabby and Abby. <laughs> you're right. Bullshit. Even the names It's up. all fake. <laughs> it's all fake. This is tinfoil hat, but I'm kind of believing it. <laughs> so it turns out that Gabby is very upset because she can't really speak English. And they, Abby and Frankie, talk all the time. And it really bothers her. She doesn't know what's going on. This sets up perfectly for the murder, for the, Gabby, how Gabby murders yes. Frankie. Yes. <laughs> and it makes sense, like you said, that Mama Khan is such a poet. She's probably very well read, and she's read a lot of murder mystery novels. Yes. So she was able to yes. concoct this plan. Yes. It's like Diabolique. Yes, she is the <laughs> Jessica Fletcher of Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> She's insecure because Abby and Abby, sorry, Abby is always talking to Frankie on the phone. Nothing wrong there. Nothing wrong there. So it's this extreme, like Shakespearean dramatic irony that they're saying. Gabby's like, I often feel neglected in this relationship, but I'm sure she would never do anything to me. It's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's, and then when Abby, she says, you know, we find out that her. she said, I've gotten myself into a mess, but my plan is is that I want to get Mama Con, Gabby, to the uh, I want to marry Frankie. Well. Marry Frankie. And get Gabby to the U.S. As well. And I went, how's that going to happen? Because it's going to come out, she say, she'll say, can I bring my mother to the U.S.? But then, then she would have to tell Frankie... That that was her, his, her, actually her mother. He'll be into it by then. Okay. See, that's, I think it's off, that's off the rails. I don't think they would ever give that away. They're probably not. Wait, so you would think, if they're having a threesome, you think the girl would have sex with her mother? They don't, I don't don't think they have I No, it is all about, y'all, I'm telling you. He just, he lays there and they just pleasure him and they spoil him. They talk about, it's, he's like fucking Bacchus, like some (laughs) Greek God just sitting there with these women fawning all over him, feeding him grapes. And, and the, the other thing I thought is, is it going to be one thing I thought is, is it going to be, yeah, Abby marries him and then they convince Gabby to be to be his adopted, they're going to adopt adopt her. Probably. So it's like adults, adults adopting adults. adults. Yes. So another show. That, that show had to be taken off because it had horrible, awful people on it. <laughs> but um, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm agog at this storyline. <sighs> Absolutely agog. Y'all, like we said in our live show, I know, I, I, if you want to wait for it, wait, but... You can share like five things on Discovery Plus. I don't know. Maybe buy it. Give it to your mom. Other people. Tell them to, tell them to give you money for it because this show is so good. Shall we move on to, I said this to you today in the airport. I think this person is going to wind up being the big shitster and she's going to go absolutely fucking ape by the end of the season. Uh, and that's Danielle. She's already getting Johan. there. Look. But I'm saying... I'm, 
I think she's going to have legendary meltdowns. I think so too. I, I'm already, look, I'm already into spirituality. I talk about the universe. Poodle does sometimes too. We're from fucking California. But this woman, again, it's that there's, I'm all about faith. But she, blind she, faith, meaning yeah. faith that not just knowing it's going to work out, but knowing all of seeing all the signs and just saying my faith is more important. It's the same type of thing with Frankie that she's, I just want to be happy. Yeah. She's using Ifa her faith as a crutch instead of actually participating in her life. Literally her faith told her this is going to be a hard relationship to navigate. <laughs> And Literally, she, and said you're dating a womanizer. Okay, so she goes to see Baba, who I said, who is extremely handsome, spiritual he advisor. He's very handsome. Um, and she she's told him about. And I like the, that he was very New York. Like, yeah. uh, like it's kind of like my. Uh, you just have these like uh, my my Chinese herb doctor uh, or Chinese medicine doctor. His name is Majid, and so I went. I expect like this like. Very expected an Indian man, or yeah. Something like and that. I walk in, he's like, "What's up, bro?" Yes. And so it that that's just what I love that the the difference in that. But he was hot, and so they do this religious ceremony. So he shakes up some nuts and then throws them on the floor, throws the chain. Now this is very very common. You'll see this done in in voodoo stuff where they'll take a chain, or even in Creole religions where they'll. So in voodoo, it's chicken bones. You yeah. know, where you'll where you let something fall. But uh, and a lot of uh, Haitian culture and Creole culture, there's there's kind of like seeing signs and readings and things like that. Now he tells her, looks one says says he's a flirter. Now look, no shit. Tell us something we yeah, don't. That's know. what like no dog. I'm not talking about resort. the religion. I'm just talking about it. Doesn't take an act of faith to see <laughs> this person works at a fucking resort. And he he does he's say fucking Patrick Swayze. There's gonna be tension with an ex, and he's a womanizer. And he looks right at Danielle and says, "Is this gonna be an issue?" And she, you her, y'all, her face is already spasming. She's like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> I mean, yes, and then she's says, losing her fucking mind. I was watching this in an airport, and so he first said, "What I heard was he said, take away the penis," and I went, "What?" <laughs> But he said peanuts. And so, but. So you can't eat peanuts. But her reaction was like he said peanuts because she went, I eat peanuts. But all I the eat time. peanut butter all the time. Now, he tells her, she said, he, the way he says is, take to the river. Yeah, he does There's, there's uh, plant a banana tree, put eggs around the tree, and fruit that will tame his straying. And then she says, she's like, I like to make offerings. It's kind of like you're like buttering the gods up to like, the little treats and you do, and then they do things for you. And I'm thinking that is the most self-centered way of thinking about this possible. And, yeah, and look, I, I'm telling y'all planting a tree with fruit is not going to make him less of a womanizer. Agree. <laughs> now, will it make her feel better about That's, it? And I think it will. I'm, I'm kind of okay. If she went all in with this, it, but I yeah, feel, it's her I faith, feel like but... it's yeah, it's like how some people. I have a I have a friend who's a psychic, and what and she's on like a hotline, and she says nine out of ten people want them to tell you things they already know, yeah, and they want you to tell them so they're they're feeling good about what they're already doing. Mm-hmm. They already know what they're going to do, mm-hmm. and they want it. They want you to tell them 
what they are, that they're right. Yeah. And that's all they want. Yeah. And so that's what she needs. That That's what, to me, it's not the fact that faith exactly is the problem. It is how she is using it. I and, 100% yeah. think that the way that she, the what I see this as, she is using her faith as an avoidance to deal with her anxiety 100%. and her emotions. And 100%. We, and we see this when she travels there because, y'all, she travels there. She gets there. They see each other. She jumps in his arm. I love that Johan does this. I thought she was a bruja. He thought she was a witch. When <laughs> I he first would assume saw, the same. Which very and so because he, I think he's at least talking about God. And yeah. I think maybe he might be Christian. I think he's religious uh, because he's talked about if God wants us to have a baby, we will. Yeah, it'll be a miracle. Feels more like Christian. Yeah. What it, it, now? It, what he does say? He does say you're so white, and I wrote down, God, he is strikingly hot. He's very beautiful. Oh. You can see his dick in those shorts. You can't. And okay. y'all, I paused it's an arm. because I thought, oh, is that the end of it? No, it went down about four more inches than I thought. It's an arm. It's a she's fucking, right. she's right, y'all. She is not making this up. It's an arm. So then we're clearing the Decolo. energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to use that. That's the dick going up inside mm. you. <clears throat> that cough's gone now. Ooh, it just oh, you, it soothed my Thank throat. You, you got something out of my throat. Your cock soothed my throat. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, yes, she, I, she. So I have to say, I know it's probably terrible, but when she was unpacking and that rose quartz fell <laughs> I on the ground, laugh. I saw. I, that's when you heard. That's when you heard me. I think laugh on a plane because I was watching. It. That was so fucking this is funny. A sign. It means that. Maybe my marriage is unsteady. No, it means you need better high and hand eye coordination, bitch. But in a way, this is what she needed because now she when this if when and if this relationship goes sour, yeah, this is going to be the ammunition that she needs to self sabotage yep. herself. Exactly, because there was a sign. Exactly, because we see what she's doing in this room, y'all. I I think this is beyond faith. I'm just going to call. I think this is. Crazy behavior, this having to sage everything. And every time you see someone in the hotel room, there's a difference. Saging her feet, saging him. Yes, there's a difference of a devout faith. And I'll say that because we see this and then we get to the dinner. Well, it's practiced out of desperation, too. Yeah, and it's because we get to the dinner. She sets up her altar, y'all. And I just need to say, she puts those candles right on that wood and I screamed. Oh, so Can disrespectful of this place. But but I just want to – we can go back and piece it, but I just want to say the point is being – the reason I say that is because she goes to this dinner where she has, honestly, a pretty realistic conversation about how they probably shouldn't have a kid yet. Yes. And then cut to the end of this episode where she's like, let's do another spiritual ceremony and get knocked up. Well – I, I have a theory on that. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying, that she uses her faith to delve out of her emotions. 100%. That's all. Ugh. Y'all, she does not want a baby. Let's be clear. This is like Josh she, from Josh and Ica, who said, yeah, sure, I'll do this. Y'all, they're telling you in every way she's telling you out of the words out of her mouth are, I don't know if I'll be able to have. We need to start right now. And then she's basically saying, so, but if we have a baby, that means you need to change and you need to make a lot more money. And he's hearing that as that's going to change my whole plan. I because this guy does not want to change his lifestyle. 
Because why would you? No, it, because he has an amazing life. I think, not to sound too heady about it, but I think it is, I think her conscious mind is saying, I want to have a baby, but subconsciously nope, under that. Not at all. But she, but that's what it is. This woman has no awareness. Yeah. It, which is strange because that's her whole thing. Her faith is she, supposed to bring her into. She thinks she has all this awareness. She has no idea who she is. She has no idea what she wants. No, this woman is, we talked about, even more so than she seems the most together to be on the show. Oh. And 90 Day Fiance loves to do this to us. This That's why I'm saying this woman's going to have the biggest meltdowns. Yeah. Um. Now, she's also the one who... I feel would stay on the show longer if she could and would be very divisive. Oh, uh, I would totally love to see her in the single life. She'd me be like, too. It'd be like seeing Natalie date. And I think there will be some people who understand her and who understand her seeker kind of nature. I understand I, that. I think she's full of shit. Personally, I think this yeah. woman is completely full of shit. You're exactly right. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't she's, know she's full of shit. And the weirdest part about it is how self-righteous she is with him about, I agree with you, it was an adult conversation, but the way she does it, and she says, the way she says it is just like a female version of Big Ed in some ways. Because mm. she says... Well, you know what? I'm paying for this whole thing, which is annoying because I really work hard that, to get my money. Yeah, that really. And y'all, she shows herself as the gross American that we all see on this show. Yeah. Because yeah. the idea, the two issues she links here are I'm paying for all this and I work really hard for my money, which means, implies he doesn't because yeah. he lives on an island and works at a resort. He probably works a lot. I no, I totally agree with you. But no, I'm saying, I'm saying like she, for her, she. But thinks, it's a fun job for him. She thinks he like breaks coconuts all day. Yes. and gives them to tourists and yes. teaches dance. And she thinks he lives in paradise and doesn't know what the real world is. She doesn't know what the fucking well, real world she is. She doesn't know, and also too. Y'all, I do not like this woman. Sorry if I'm being hard on her, but I do not like Oh, this I love woman. her on my TV. Um, Oof. But just because you work hard, that's, again, that doesn't fucking matter. It yep. doesn't fucking matter. You're the one that, and this is, she's going to escape any type of responsibility from anything she can. So it's this idea of you work hard, but you choose to spend your money on him. So yeah, why is exactly. it your, you so chose where, it all. why are you, Combine. Why are you conflating that he doesn't respect that you work hard when you're the one that chose to spend your hard-earned exactly. money? You chose, wasn't his choice, and you know he doesn't. He's never going to make the same amount of money you do because of where he lives, and he's going to have to do a lot of things and, to get to that if he wanted and to. She, and then she starts equivocating. She's like, "Well, she's like maybe we can live in two places." And then she's like, "Well, if we're gonna live in New York." And here, you have to, and have a baby, we're going to have to have a whole lot more money. So you better start earning it, because I can't pay any more. And then we're totally in gross American territory. Yes, because then she gets on to him about the suit. Now, granted, it, we don't know enough about him. Does he not, is he, do, could she have a point and he is not super fiscally responsible or doesn't really that even could be care? True. That could be true because he lives on a beach. But again, but again, we're getting back to now with um, 
because uh, who else is from? But I forget all where they're from. But with like Chantel and Pedro, with um, Devar and oh. Melanie. Yeah, this is a cultural thing that I work and give a lot of my money to my family. That's probably true. As well as this is now because he said into the. Americans who have money and it's all about a thing is you're taking all my money from me and my money is my money and I will give it to you as I see fit you and told- I feel disrespected when I use all my money and you should be paying for this and it's just uh, the economics are not realistic to do that no it's you just have to do that but I've been in a relationship a long time there's been time where my partners made more money than me I make more than him you help each other out and Anytime I feel the mar in me that wants, because that's that's been many of a divorce in the mar, all of the whole family's money shit. I always ask myself if I feel resentful, I go, wait a minute, who decided for me to like give somebody money for this? I did, not right. anybody else. I did, and I, oh uh, yeah, it's because she's gonna crash and burn, and I'm gonna so love it. So y'all, then they're then they're gonna do some sex magic, um, yes. and which is funny because. Haven't you talked? Don't did the don't you have rituals for <laughs> whenever? Or did this make you go? Wait, I was like, maybe I ideas. Get, maybe I need to get into Ifa. No, because my, no, my shit's a lot freakier than this. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't even get into the eyes wide shut part. Oh, wow. <laughs> do, do you put anything under their tongue? Uh, I played the fifth. Okay, because <laughs> the but the bunny mask hasn't even come out yet. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, wow. I want to just want to say one thing where she's talking about manifestation and that's when she puts the candles on the wood that made me want to scream and his body. And she's like, we've got a baby to make. And immediately I just felt like this is all a power dynamic and she's getting off on it. And they literally an hour later just had the conversation that yep. he's not ready to have kids. It's all for so her. it's all for her. We saw this before y'all. This has got this is shades of Emily and her like black lover yep. that she wants that that she yep. wants to kind of dominate. Yeah. It feels like that to me. I feel like that too. Um can we go into someone a little more for more fun, but not for, for a different reason? Because the most clueless bitch in the world. <laughs> no. <laughs> she needs more friends. I, here's the deal. So, like, here's my thing. We're going to talk about Ariana and Sherlon. With Ariana... You didn't know. Like, it's it's different than, like, she doesn't, where you just brought up Danielle and, like, equated her to Emily. Ariana doesn't have that at I all. I totally agree. Not and, at all. Honestly, like, I, I couldn't be around her voice a lot because of the way she speaks. But, like, I think Ariana is... It, it, part of this breaks my heart because... I think she's a decent person who just fucked a guy on a bang trip and got pregnant, and she's now like as she's I think you said so she, delusional. She's so delusional because she's trying to heal some type of trauma or something. <laughs> yes. By the way, I finally figured out who she is for me, and it clicked, and it made it all work for me. She is a Jerry Springer guest. She's like my. I met my husband. I met Sherlon on the beach, and everything is kind of delivered in this way. I yes. met Sherlon on the beach, and he doesn't know he's coming here today because we're going to talk about our relationship. We're going to talk about our relationship. <laughs> it's delivered in that stilted two camera way. Yeah, because she's a terrible actor. She is. She can't deliver copy 
at all. She cannot. Don't hire Ariana to do advertisements for your sporting goods store. No. <laughs> I met Sherlon and then we and I was pregnant a week after. She probably would be great for like a Richard Richard Siskel Chevrolet in New Jersey or wherever she's from to do Richard a commercial. Siskel? I don't know. I just made no, up a she's name. She's from uh, Illinois, Quincy. Oh, Quincy. I just know that because that's what my aunt just Jane with used her to call makeup her and everything. She, she looks like a Jersey housewife the way she does her makeup. So she much. does, yeah. And the eyelashes, which were ridiculous. Um, have you ever heard someone call a Quincy their vagina? No, that's what my aunt Jane calls it. Really? I don't know why I know that, but it is. Oh, so so that's. I just want to say that my heart goes out to her in this way, in one way, but then on the other way, it's just. But the thing is, she needs should know by now. Our hands have gone out to her. But no, literally, she's seen it. She was able to watch an entire. (laughs) She got a gift that a lot of us don't get in life. We're able to. Not a lot of us are able to watch ourselves and go, "Wow, can't believe I acted that way." She saw it. She saw it. I don't have a lot of sympathy anymore. So that's I, what I'm saying. Like, that <laughs> is it, in, less than last season, but man. So what we're talking about, if you don't know, is that, you know what? I think this just needs to be All right, an episode of Reality Gaze Theater. Let's, I think- let's set it up. So she's with, <laughs> so she's going to FaceTime Sherlon with that f- cute fucking baby cute Odin. Baby. That baby's so, Odin, looks baby just Odin. like his dad. Yep. Such a cute baby. So, they're going to talk. And she said, oh, then you ready to talk to dad? They're going to Jamaica next week. They haven't been back for a year with COVID yep. and all that kind of stuff. And we before the Sherlin says, you know, he's only in his test. Like anytime he talks about if Sherlin has a smile on his face when he's talking to the camera, he only is talking about the kid. Yeah. He's like, it's hard to be away from him. Blah, 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 blah. So there's he loves wants to wake up beside him every day. And that's kind of the setup. So cut to we're video uh, chatting. We're we're doing a video chat here. Um, Poodle's going to be playing the role of again. I don't know what phone sounds like that. Um, <laughs> like Skype. Yeah. Poodle's going to be playing the role of. I'll play Ariana, Ariana and probably Odin occasionally. Sure. Okay. Baby great. Odin. <laughs> okay. Great. 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 And you'll be. Hey, Daddy. What are you doing, Daddy? Oh, we're, we're waiting on you. My baby. Look at this oh, guy. Oh, look at my. I'm he not going to do Sherline's like accent because that would be problematic. He looks problematic. just like you, Daddy. Oh, oh, look at my boy. Aren't you excited look at to my see boy. Odin? Aren't you excited oh, to see Odin? Oh, I'm so excited to see you. I'm going to see you. Every day I see you, son, I'm going to see you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to hug on you. Are I'm you gonna excited kiss to see you. me? Are you excited to see me? You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Crickets from outside. Cheep, 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 cheep. Sorry, bad connection. You know this internet. Oh, look at my boy, though. Look how cute uh, that baby is. What a cute baby. I just got to say, you you know, you're always talking. Yes, honey. You're always talking about uh, uh, Odin and how much you love Odin. Oh, I love that boy. You never say that you're interested in seeing me. Ah. What's on your eyelashes? Did something break up? What's on your eye? Yeah, I think there's a spider on your eye. Oh, that's it. Oh, God. That's it. Wait, I'm wait, I'm sorry. Wait. What did you say? I couldn't hear want, you. I just want you to appreciate me in a relationship. This is baby, <laughs> this is baby Odin. Oh, Ari. Girl, get a clue. <laughs> My son talks. <laughs> I didn't know. And change me while I'm at it because you are, you'll be full of shit soon. 
girl, <laughs> mama, I just pissed. open your eyes. Honey, he's talking. Can you hear him? No, I only hear you ignoring me. Don't you want a relationship with me, Sherlon? Pro the baby is proof that you love me. Can you just put the baby to bed and I'll show you, you my dick? You can totally fuck somebody and not love a mama. <laughs> what? Do you not hear that, Ari? Ari, do you hear it? I'm just going to show you my dick again. And see. <laughs> Yo, our, even baby Odin knows this Everybody is not going to work. Everybody knows. It's just like that song. Everybody but me. <sighs> Everybody knows. I, she is infinitely frustrated no. for me. I just can't get over how... <laughs> he did... The shirt on says, What do you want me to say? I appreciate you, brah. Bruh. Like, y'all, she... He called her brah. <laughs> I appreciate your bra. And that's, she's like, I hope you appreciate a relationship with me as well. Oh. And Sherlon is like, he's like, we've never, he's like, well, let's take things one thing at a time. And he keeps saying, I've known her for several, several He said, weeks. I've only known her on vacation. And on he vacation. Said, and he said to his testimony, he said, I'm not sure if I want to be committed. I know that sounds selfish. And I actually said, oh, he's that actually. Doesn't sound selfish. He is the most honest person on this show. Not anymore. Like, it, if he, he didn't seem like he was trying, you know, I kind of was hard on him earlier because I thought, at least from what we're seeing, it, I thought he's not going to have any interest. I think I said last episode, he's not going to care about this kid's life at all. Yeah. I'm I was, backing that up a little bit because right now he seems to be showing us that he does. Now, do I think he's probably ever going to pay like child support no. or anything? He's a, he's a fuck boy. Yeah. Like, no, so I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't think, at least with what we've seen so far, he's being selfish. If y'all watch season one, he tries to be, he, you see him go through this physical manifestation of seeing her, trying to do it, and then it's not a he's repulsion, but he's just not into her. He's got, it's not even, it's not even a full ick, but it's, he, he's not into her. And that's it. It's 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 his. It's both of their responsibility to raise a child, not to be in a relationship. Nope. It's like Baby Odin says: you can fuck someone without loving them. You can. <laughs> you can. And just because you have a baby with someone, I mean, maybe does that mean does not mean you have to be together. Maybe he's telling different things to her that we're not seeing in the edit. Because hmm. Ari says at the end, I can't continue to put my life on hold for someone who can't make up their mind. And I went, I, I don't, I, that's the thing. It's like she I, wants him to say the words, I don't want to have a relationship with you. That's what she wants. And so maybe he needs to be clearer. I, I but think it just he does, so clear. but for anyone else, it would be painfully obvious. Also, Sherlon doesn't want to be the bad guy. He, he is, does. He's he a fuckboy. He, he does is, not yeah. want it. So I can see why she could feel string. I, when I think about him, you're right. When I think about him never wanting to be the bad guy. It makes sense. It does make sense. Yo, that's the show. That's lip. Oh, it's oh, going to be a great our, season. This is our last free episode. Yo, come see us in Minneapolis tomorrow night. Come see us in Minneapolis. You can join our Patreon or our Supercast at the $5 tier, and you will get all the episodes of Love in Paradise. You'll get season one as well. You'll also get Classless, our Classless 90 Day Fiance, as well as any of our binges. So Love is Blind, 
Uh, I always want to say the Untouchables, but it's uh, the Ultimatum. <laughs> the ultimate Ultimatum. What else is on the $5? Something else on the $5? Our by Curious. Single Life. Single Life. Our by Curious episode. By Curious. Weekly. Y'all, monthly by Curious episode. I have to say this. Single Life. I don't think it's the same for you, but Single Life and Love in Paradise are my favorite 90 day iterations. Not Single Life. I yeah. love Single Life. And oh, it's I, the messiest I, and of messy. And I still love, I still love Before the 90 above all else that is that is the top of my pantheon i get it but um i, I, I will just say they're they're getting me with this streaming content matt sharp god last season of b90 was so good it was good <laughs> all right everybody that's the show go to 90 days uh or 90 days oh go to reality that's for our live show tickets mm-hmm. live, or go to our link tree link in our instagram thank you ohio detroit so far, we've had a great time. We're excited from Minneapolis, Phoenix, and our Pride show in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Open your golden gate and fuck me. Wow. We got to end <laughs> this. All right, everybody. We call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Please. Yes. And if you want to go sailing out on the ocean with myself, Frankie, and my daughter, I mean lover, with the jellyfish bobbing along and who are also poisonous call Call us us. (laughs) sibling fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 